In this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast, we will be discussing the first two games in the NBA Finals. Is it cause for concern for the Boston Celtics? Were they punked by the Golden State Warriors? Can they rebound? We'll also be talking about Cam Newton, his appearance on the Pivot podcast, and how he mentioned that he's still one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL. Is that valid, or is he washed? As well as on this week's edition of Out of Bounds, we will be discussing the Michael B. Jordan and Laurie Harvey breakup. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking relationships. All this and more on this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast. Oh, wow. I did that at one take. I did one that one take. One take, man. One take, drink. That's all we doing. Well, I got I got a little sauce. I'm like, oh, shit. But I, I, I got to get I got to get But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 47 of the Out of Bounds podcast. We're three episodes away from the Big 50. I go by the name of the Delta Fashion East Man, managing, direct, managing Director here at Trooper Culture, CEO of Ground and Media Production. Not that my company has anything to do with this, but you know what? Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> you know, shameless plug. And then alongside me on this week's edition, we got, well, the big three is in full effect. Let me just say that. But alongside me on this week, we got our man in the middle, Mr. Donnie, Radio Donnie, Donovan Wilkins. And last but certainly not least, we got I can't call you. You said you can't call you young blood no more. But we yeah, got, <laughs> we got, yeah, we got our young prospect, uh, yeah, the diamond yeah. in the rough. You know the future, Kyrie Irving, aka Third Eye, aka Mister Euro Step to your girl. Mm-hmm. Hear that, Lori? Yeah, ah, she not even my type, but it's okay. Not your type. She not she my type. Nah, I like dark skin women. It's not my type. I don't do it. Like, nah, okay, like, black women are my type, but Lori Harvey, like, but, like, her personality, it just don't fit, because, like, it just, we not, I already know we're not going to fit, because I'm just not going to go for that. Give her a track record. Yeah, she she dated Future. I'm not going to be Jordan-ass nigga. I'm not going to go for that. So, I'm like, okay, bro, you got it. <laughs> you know what? We just going to get into this a bit in the middle of the show, but, you know, now since we here, we, yeah. I guess, you know, since we, 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 we got to speak we, up, we got to speak up, we, we, we might as well get to it now, man. So, for those of y'all that don't know, Michael B. Jordan, one of the most prominent actors in Hollywood right now, probably this generation, Denzel Washington. I know that's high praise, but, you know. That's, I, a, yeah, you hitting above the belt with that one, but okay. Bro, Fruitvale Station, he okay, should have got an Oscar for that shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he like, but I wouldn't say. Are we going to say that with Chadwick Boseman, who recently passed? Ch- he's dead, bro. Uh, uh, bro, we already four minutes in, and y'all niggas already. <laughs> he dead, like bro. Come on. We I know, like, but that's, that's what I'm asking. Like, I I would I would have said Chadwick Boseman. I'm talking basically like that's not not. Either Michael B. Jordan, he's a great actor. He's a fantastic actor. None of y'all disputing that, correct? Yeah, no, he's no. a great actor, but Denzel no. is crazy because Denzel is still acting. So like, I know, but, but Denzel in the 80s and 90s had that sex Oh, but you're that, saying the next future. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, but he had the sex appeal that Michael B. Jordan has today. You know what I'm saying? I can give you that. I, he I'm going to let that slide. I'm going to let that slide. For the millennial generation of Gen Z, he kind of is Denzel. Yeah, Denzel, okay. I, I'm like I guess I'll let that slide. I was I, I was trying to think of another like prominent black actor. Just like there's a woman out there. Nah, 
I wouldn't even say Marshall Ali because this the thing is Denzel had like Marshall Ali, he's more Wesley Snipes. Nah, because mm, true. Are you saying Denzel? that just because he's playing Blade? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga Blade, bro. Donnie, Donnie didn't miss. He didn't miss the love. Nah, I would say because Denzel, like he had every black mom and auntie to choke for like the eighties and nineties. So like he That's was wearing. Am I going to was it? Actually, no. I'll, okay, okay. Name, like the sexiest man alive at one point. I'll give Michael B. Yeah. Jordan like the uh, the young Denzel because he did like Michael B. Jordan could like go. He could walk down the street and it's like yeah, bro, it's raps. It, like, like he, your he's girl, definitely like, carrying the next generation of black yeah. actors. Exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that, yeah. Exactly. But this concert is not about his looks or anything like that. You know, we ain't. We ain't I mean, it that. could be. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know, hey, but he a handsome ass. No, I'm kidding. He handsome. <laughs> and he handsome dude, bro. You gotta get, yeah, bro. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with saying that. Exactly, bro. Handsome. You gotta tell me, bro. Hey, bro, you handsome today, my guy. Like, it, it's Pride Month too, so. Oh, you had to. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Pride Month, though. Nah, happy Pride yeah, Month. Happy Pride Month. Nah, we gotta, we gotta dead the toxic masculinity. Tell your homeboys they're handsome, bro. That's it. You know what I'm saying? True. Really. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with it. But, you know, like I said, there's been a lot of you know, talking points, a lot of outrage in regards to a relationship that many black men and women aren't even in. And that is of the breakup of Michael <laughs> oh, B. <Jordan>. Short. <laughs> Nah, one thing said that. <laughs> that was a bar. That was a bar. That was a bar. That was a bar, All right, guys. But um, yeah, Michael B. Jordan, Lori Harvey, they broke up after one year of dating. Basically, my was it only one year. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, they be they always are like in the news, so like it feels like it's longer, but it's right. like a year. Like it was like last year they like, got together. My man laid like, it up. My man laid it all out on, on the table. He played all his cards. He proposed to Shorty. Shorty said she wasn't ready. Now internet is in the uproar. Wait, he proposed. Whoa, 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 wait. I didn't even know that part. She he proposed her. She like, nah. Yeah. I didn't. I thought she, I thought they just stopped. And she's like, no, she was 35, ready. right? Yeah, and, she, and she's 25. So there's a 10 year age difference. Ah, see, 10 years dog. is a big gap, bro. That's, that's why a, like that's a Jay-Z Beyonce gap. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, great. They said that. Now, granted, they say that men are typically supposed to date a woman a few years old, younger than them, but 10 years, bro, that's a whole generation right there. That's a whole, that's two console generations. Yeah. Oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> that's the same gap GTA 4 and 5 had. That's crazy. Yeah, there you bro. go, bro. Yeah, buddy, guys, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anybody's trying to make Lori Harvey out to be a villain. You know, all the black men out there within the mental sphere. Oh, no, the alpha niggas going crazy. Alpha yeah. niggas, bro, the alpha dudes on TikTok are going oh, crazy. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, see what happens when you actually are a human being with your feelings, niggas. See? Yo, like, the the Twitter crazy. spaces are going crazy. I've been in some where people were talking about the situation. And Kevin uh, Samuels, they bring it up a whole oh, bunch. My, exactly. my, <laughs> uh, my whole thing is just like. I feel like for Michael B. Jordan, it's just as guys. I think I said this like last episode when we talked about dating and like knowing your lane. It's like you can't really be mad at Lori Harvey because you know who she is. She literally dated Diddy and Diddy's son. Okay, like, hold on. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Let me ask this question. 
It does there need to be a villain in this in this story between there's no you villain. There's no villain. I don't think there's no villain there, because like, this is like, because the reason why I ask because the way you paint it, like all right, you basically say that like Michael B. Jordan needs like nose roller. Like, look look at her dating history, dated future, dated Diddy, dated Justin, you know. So I mean my one thing is like you, you like everyone has a past and you can't judge someone's past, but you can use it as a reference of like okay, like Lori Harvey can eventually change if she wants to get married. She can eventually change for some whoever nigga she changes for. Cool. But she has a past just like everybody. And I mean, she got a re- she got a resume. You kind of know, like, if she be in the spotlight, like, you kind of know how she moves. If you're in that space and you know how, like, she kind of moves, then, like, you can't be surprised by certain things that happen. She could, everyone can change, but I don't know. Like, I don't see Lori Harvey. She's at that. She's not at that point yet. She's, I don't think she's at that point to one. She recently years. just launched a, a brand or something like that. Are you yeah. trying to say OnlyFans? Oh, no, not not OnlyFans. I think her dad is Steve Harvey. Harvey. I don't think she needs to do OnlyFans. Uh, speaking of, Steve oh, Harvey commented and said Steve he's Harvey. out of team Lori. Of oh, course, cool. that's, that's his, his daughter. That's I, right? I don't think he ever liked Michael B. Jordan. I mean, nah, I, I feel like he didn't like him because Michael B. Jordan whooped that nigga ass. I think that's the only reason now, why. Now, now like, here, yeah, I can't beat this nigga ass. Now, here's the thing. For one, like, we only know what we only know what's been reported to us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So we only know what, what made the... the no, I got somebody inside Michael B. Jordan's camp. Oh, I think we about to get some some exclusive like, content, about, bro. Exactly. I'm thinking like, oh, we about to get like an out of bounds exclusive, exclusive. Oh, I, I wish I was in this camp. You know, I was say like, how can I monetize this right here? <laughs> how can I monetize? Right. Nah, man. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, my, I don't know because Michael B. Jordan, like, you could tell like, even like. You could tell, like, he, like, he cared. But I think it was one of those situations where it was, like, state, not state of your life, wrong but, again, time. not wrong time, but just knowing the person that you're dating and who they are. I think that's more so, like, what this no, is. No, I, I think that was more – it's more so wrong time. I, I mean, he's who looking to settle. Who gets a year, though? Like, who – like, yo, I had a solid year. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was probably well, a wrong time. He's 35. Maybe. He's looking to settle down. Exactly, you know, it's just two people. That's just it's, it's just two people in two different phases of their lives. You know, like yeah, Michael that, B. Jordan knows who he is. He knows what his brand is. You know, Lori, she's still young. She's trying to figure out her own path. I that's, guess. Well, that's stupid in my. If he if he's thirty five and in his head he's like, oh, I'm ready to settle down. Why would you go to a twenty five year old who's she she just finished dating future. She got popped off more yeah, off of dating that, future. That's what I don't understand. She's already like about to. Damn near in her peak right now, just peak like popularity wise. Why would she want to settle down? She doesn't have a need to. And if you and if you subscribe to the theories of Kevin Samuels, she's also in the peak in regards to like you know her sexual prime. You know, because they try to say like you know women oh like their God. value. I'll just hey, I'll just I repeat mean, what's in the manuscript. Women's value diminishes as they age. I think that's cap because Nia Long still fine and she like in her fifties. It don't matter to me. But okay, I like I don't believe in that. I feel like I don't know, man. Like if Wait, you, who you said was fine? Me along, she's still fine. Like she's still fine. She like they, I think my mom. Yeah, there. nobody, nobody say that. Nobody say that. You know what? Just to like keep it PG, like you ain't gonna entertain like a woman that's like up there age. But if it goes like settling down with one, like yeah, you're not gonna settle down. I'll, 
I just think if you 35 trying to sit down with a 25 year old, you kind of shot yourself in the foot at that point because it's like, I'm I'm just now starting my 20s and I'm not even really thinking of the concept of marriage. Like I'm that's not even literally not even in like exactly. my realm of thinking right now. So for Lori Harvard to be three years older than me, she's damn near my brother's age. My brother just graduated college, 24, 25. Yeah, she's about to be my brother. My brother is not even in the realm of thinking about. Let me settle down. This is not 1966. Like inflation's trash. Niggas is living with their parents. We are not thinking about marriage right now, especially Lori Harvey. You have all the money, all the resources. Why? Why would I right now? No. So I think, like I said, it's just knowing the person that you're dating. And he kind of just, I don't know, Michael B. Jordan was like, I guess naive to the fact that I can change her. You can't. Who was uh, Michael B. Jordan dating before? Some white chick. I don't know. I think he was a some honestly, like I would say that as a joke, but I, remember, that, he, I think it was did, he did do a music video with a white chick in a green dress. A white chick I remember. <laughs> nah, there, there, was, there was some people that was saying that basically like this whole relationship with Lori. Was I was about to say there's a TikTok theory saying that this was a fabricated relationship because they both needed this because they were saying like Michael B. Jordan like doesn't date black women, he only likes white women. So to get black women back on his side, he dated Lori Harvey and whatever. And honestly, like I, I won't say I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't see it's Michael. Not surprising, bro. Like shit happens like that in Hollywood. Anything in Hollywood can happen, really. But I don't. He dated. Don't, he dated um that Kardashian sister, Kendall. I think there was. He dated Kendall Jenner. Lupita, uh, co-star Black Panther. He didn't Lewis. date Lupita Nyong'o. I ain't gonna lie. At one point, I thought he was with Snow Allegra. That would be hard. The character that they had in that role. The only way. Who's Snow Allegra? Oh my God. You sick. (laughs) Time out. First of all, Liddell, the only way Michael B. Jordan can spin the block and get it back in blood, if he dates Snow Allegra, is Raps. All the respect. Who is that? Bro, oh, Snow Lake is the most beautiful woman in the world, bro. Oh, I'm literally scrolling his past history and I see her. Mm. Okay, all right. Do we, need to, do we need to do a Google search for you, bro? Well, yeah, no, she, she, she was. You can see how she was in uh, the Wall music video, right? Snow Allegra. No, she wasn't just in it. It was her song, bro. No, oh yeah, she was. He was in that music video. Yeah, I remember now. And they go, like, "Oh my god, you in the music video?" But nah, first of all, Snow Allegra fine and her music slap. So shout out Snow mm. Allegra. But Michael B. Jordan, Donnie, if he backs so Snow Allegra, I'm, I'm trying to Google her. A I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. Look at that woman. Yeah, Snow Allegra. Uh, pull up that, that hoodie one right there, or a full picture. No, nah, she's not bad. What? She's not I'm bad. Say I'm gonna say it. Let she me look is... on my phone to get a closer look, but she's yeah. she not. Bad. Donovan. Okay. Hey, man, you like what Donovan. you like. Hey, it is Pride Month. You like what you like. Be yourself. I don't know. What to <laughs> Nah, that's crazy. Nah, she not. How can you? Are we looking at the same person? No way. No way. Nah, Donnie. I I got nothing else to say. This is this is the same man that said Rihanna wasn't attractive. So I don't. Yo, you don't see that beach picture? Oh, you you don't see that beach picture with her? Just Donovan. I quit. I try to defend you every episode, and every episode you let me down. I, I mean, is, is she cute? Yes. Um, is she like, more than bad? Cute. God. 
I try defending you every day and every day. I think he could do better. Just, Bro. I just want to see my boy do better. Okay. All right. If you okay, all right. I'll check out her music after this uh episode. Oh no, her music yeah, definitely do that. Definitely nah, do her that. music uh, is literally definitely her music. I I will tell you to do a under the radar on her, but she's finally getting the respect that she does. Yeah, she's getting sense. now I could you could do a under the radar Cleo Soul because Cleo Soul goes stupid. I I'll check her out. But Snow Allegra that's I, I, I don't know her, 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 her latest album was amazing. It was, it was her, her face was a lot. What, Tony? Like shut up! Shut up! <laughs> you making me mad? <laughs> All right, you, bro, said, you just make me mad, bro. Like, stop talking. <laughs> let's move on. No, nah, okay. I think end goal is I don't think there's a villain in this. Like I said, Lori Harvey dated Future. Like she had it. She has a past. Had a history. I don't think like. There's really a villain, like Liddell said. There's no like, oh my god, she didn't cheat on him or anything. It was just it just didn't. Work I mean, out. you mentioned that she dated Future. We all know his reputation, but Sierra's also dated Future. But look how she's rebounded with Russ. But but wow. like I said, but like but like Donnie said, it depends on the person and their timing. Lloyd Harvey's twenty five. Like she's not Sierra. Yeah, Sierra's I think like 30, thirty. Yeah, her late 30s, Sierra and Michael B. Jordan are closer in age than him and Lloyd Harvey was, anyways. Yeah. So Sierra was probably tired of that and was like, you know what? Let me change, and it's fine. Like I said, but see, like I said earlier, there's nothing wrong. Everyone can change, and everyone has a past. But given Lloyd Harvey's status right now, it doesn't seem like she really has a but, need to change. And and like I was saying earlier, like basically we only know what's been reported to us, ladies and gentlemen. So we're we're not we weren't flies on the wall, so we don't know how you treated her behind closed doors yeah. and all that type of stuff. Or how but, she treated him. I don't know. Exactly. He could have been simping and she like, you know, it, yeah. it, that's actually that's actually my follow up question after I make this point. But basically, when you got a dude that's basically go out his way to show how much like he loves you on social media, can you know how some women are some women they want that val- that public validation. You know, it's not enough to just do a private. You gotta let the whole world know that you, that you love me, you fuck with me. He did that. This man was one of the most because he played. If there was a romantic book, basically on how to like woo a woman, that man he basically from page one to page four hundred, however it was way go, he did everything possible, and yet it still wasn't enough. So he basically talked about timing and everything like that. But if it wasn't him, then who was it gonna be? You know, because this man, he. I mean, she's twenty five. She's twenty five. Like she's still young. So does that mean that no woman should basically, no man should basically put in that much effort? A woman that's in that age range. I mean, no, okay, wait, wait, because every woman's different. Like all women are a monolith. Because like, I'm just an advocate. I'm just no, just, just. I mean, the only thing for me is like, it's not even the fact. Like, I'm gonna know neither. Oh, you trying to be a pick me nigga? I'm not. I just touch grass and actually talk to women. But like every girl is different. The girls are a mind. Some girls want to get married at twenty five. Some girls don't. Like it just like I t- like I said earlier. You have to know who you're dating. I know That's a few. It. I know a few her same age that want to sell down, have kids, and all that. Exactly. But again, you got to know the girl you're talking to. If she been out here doing woo woo woo, and you know that's who she is, that's her lane, then don't really expect. Oh, I'm a wife, or if she's peaking and just career in her life, and she's out and. She doesn't really want to, yeah. Like, especially when it comes to like, um, I don't want to group all girls who act this way in the category, but uh, like yeah, when it comes to like go. these <laughs> these lifestyle influencers and shit like that, and children from money 
Got to be careful. I mean, Dottie's kind of making a point, though, with the influencer chicks. You do got to be careful with that. I don't know. Uh, I Like I said, I saw a TikTok earlier today where the dude was like, yo, if you know your lane, stay that. I've been saying this since high school. I told my friends. I heard. This, I, heard I, saw, like, I, saw, I saw a meme online, and it's kind of true. They say that some women, they will, they will get rid of their men before they give up social media. Yeah. I mean, for I guess for women, if you look at it, that's that's free validation. If we're, like I always say this from experience because I've seen I have friends that are girls and I see them and like if they're feeling one specific situation. This one one of my girlfriends, she was like, I don't really feel good. I don't feel pretty. She went out, bought an outfit, took a picture in the outfit, got thousands of likes and niggas all in her DM. She okay, I feel fine. Then deleted Instagram like. Next like ten minutes and ten minutes, and she was like, "Okay." No, and then she felt like she felt like better about herself. Oh yeah, I am pretty. Okay, and then she just like deleted Instagram, like never like. But see, like, so I think like that's free validation. I mean, women run the market. I've I've been said this. Women run the market, and so whenever there's a supply and demand, and women are always getting women are always going to be a demand. I don't know know about that. That's why they always get it. It it, it depends on your mindset on that. Guys, a women's run the market. As, nah, a, as a man, nah, could you, you basically mentioned in regards to uh, Michael B. Jordan, like basically you have to pick at your own discretion, right? Yeah. So technically, it's the man that kind of, you know, runs the market. Because, you know, it's the man that typically dictates, you know, the terms and the terms of the relationship, of the relationship if there's going to be a relationship. True. But so also, from that standpoint, it's kind of the men's, you know, that's kind of. I always say women run the market is because. Women were never gra- women like the pursuit of women, of a woman will never go out of style. Like for women, style. for women, they can get a rose, they can get you know toys or whatever. They 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 can do something. I don't really need a man. And this is like you know what I'm saying. But like as a dude, like God, there will always be a demand for like I want to have like this woman, this woman in my life or whatever. So I think, um, I mean, talk to your homeboys. It's, I mean, I think there's a conversation where it's like. I think one I don't I don't believe this, but my homie said he said, Yeah, there's like nowadays like these girls that are like not as attractive think they are this attractive because they still get a lot of dudes to talk to them or a lot of dudes to be with them. And I'm just like, again, guy it is always it comes up to men. Like as guys, we'll go out and be like, oh, okay, I guess like or settle, oh, okay, I'll take her. And then you know what I'm saying, I'll go from there. But I feel like everyone's beautiful in the eye of the beholder, you know what I'm saying? But Hey man, just fuck that. Oh wow, wow, <laughs> you wow. Be, you can be PC with that shit if you want to. I'm not being PC. I mean it's true. Like I'll I'll again, these these are only from experiences because this one girl that was not the most attractive said I was ugly, but then I went on a photo shoot with this girl who was a model and she thought I was really fine. So again, it's in the eye of a holder. To some girls, I'm probably ugly. To some girls, I'm I'm Michael B. Jordan. I don't know. So yeah. like it's different. Like and plus, and plus, people's personalities make them ugly too. So I can't even like you niggas' motherfucking personality be making them ugly. So I can't really say much. But I don't know, Michael B. Jordan. I mean, it's just a testament to life. Like, you can do everything right. Like I know Liddell, like, he did everything right. And the thing is, like, you can do everything right and it's still not work. I mean, I was I be mean, in his home because my past relationship. I don't really do much on it, but she knows who she is. But I was basically in the same situation. You do everything right, and it just doesn't work out. It just is what it is, and you have to live with that. And so that's just a part, of, it's a part of life. But that doesn't mean like 
that doesn't mean I'm going to change what I'm doing or who I am because it just didn't work for one time. That's stupid. You know, and I'm glad you said that because you have some people out there within the manosphere online, you know, because honestly, like, I'm in tune with these, these IG streets, these TikTok streets, these Facebook streets, these, these Twitter TikTok streets. streets. Wow. <laughs> you know, basically, like, you know, where the conversation is being had, everybody say, okay, well, now, basically, Lori Turn, Michael B. Jordan, to a savage. I'm like, you not have to. I'm like, how? Like, basically, he can get any, like, I don't think you guys understand. Michael B. Jordan can literally walk into any city and get any girl he wants to, and he chose Lori Harvey. That's the different, like, you gotta be a different type of dude. Like, you could go anywhere and get any girl, and you still choose one girl and get loyal to that one girl. That takes a different type of dude. And some niggas can't really use that power for good. And Michael B. Jordan, I think, he's still a state of dude. And again, it's just life. Yeah, I, I hope this doesn't like right. the terror. Though. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. He still probably got girls in his DMs now. Like it's not. It's not. Oh yeah, he got plenty of women to, that want to make him feel good, make, make him feel better, take his problems away, and all that. So he, he he's good. He's good. Is it Michael B. Jordan's gonna be good? I just think the the love aspect of it is gonna be an emotional. It's, it's gonna it's gonna suck. It's gonna hurt because it's like yo, I, again that mental aspect of I did everything right. And this thing still didn't work. Okay, now what? Like, what's the answer now? And the answer is, you gotta still do everything right for the right person. That's exactly. all it is. And you, you cannot. And you, and heal, you have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, heal. heal. Like he's probably like, gonna finish up Creed, but Creed two, Creed three, or whatever. Creed three. And, Creed three, and you know he has a production company. So Michael B. Jordan's gonna be fine. You know, well, the thing is, like, you cannot for his, if because you never know what the future may hold for somebody, but. The opportunity arises again when he finds love. Like basically, you cannot bring that past hurt into the new relationship of somebody else because that's not that person's fault. And it the next it. person should not feel the burdens of the the wrong person's sins, you yeah. know, in case may be. So exactly. yeah, but I think he'll be all right. He'll be straight. You know? He said he'll be all right, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He is. Like he's Michael B. Jordan. This man's right? this man's DMs have ninety nine plus notifications, so he's straight. <laughs> he's good. Yeah. I don't think he be. But I just say that for anybody out there that said, oh, this is gonna turn into a savage or oh, like Lori Harvey, like how could it's like at the end of the day, you man, like sometimes people come into your life and it could be for a season, it could be for a long period of time. I'm telling my mom because she says the same exact thing. It, it's true though. It's shout, true. Out to, shout out to moms though. You know, yeah, like, that's true. That's, that's it, awesome. Some know, people so. come for a, a, a reason or a season, and it's just you kind of it is what it is, but yeah, dog. I mean, I think Mike Tyson, I think he was talking to, he was talking to Saquon Barkley on, on his podcast, which I actually do like his podcast. And he told Saquon Barkley, he was like, you know how much power someone has over you to like change who you are? Like if something, ha- if something, someone does something to you and you change who, like the fabric of who you are because of that, that person has so much control. They control you. They control and I was, you. and I mean, it's true. Like even when they're no longer in your life, they still control, they control you. you. And it's crazy. And so, it's like, when dudes are like, "This girl in fifth grade said I was ugly, and I held on to that forever, and now I'm like future. I'm a savage. That one girl, you you gave that girl that so much power over you that she changed who you were supposed to be because of something negative that happened. So yeah, dog. AKA you a man out there, black men. Whatever, young man, just be yourself. You know, just know you're not gonna win every time. It's it's like baseball. You're not gonna hit every pitch. You're gonna strike out. You gotta get up. You gonna get a pop fly. It happens. You know what I'm saying? So keep it pushing. You straight. 
For sure. Like, you got to be like Jalen Brown. You know how, like, Draymond Green tried to attack and not Jalen Brown put down my man's shorts and all that? My man, he kept his composure and shit. We got rock. We got rock. Yeah, we did. We did. Speaking of Jalen Brown, the Boston Celtics. Let's get to it, man. Nice smooth transition. NBA Finals with two games in. You know, game three at the time of this recording will be. Well, we might as well say it will be tonight because this episode is recording on Tuesday. It'll be uploaded on a Wednesday. So this game will be tonight. We got game three at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. But, fellas, what are our early first impressions of these NBA Finals? Because game one, one could argue that it should be 2-0 in Golden State's direction, but they basically – they went to bed in the fourth quarter. Boston came back, outscored like 42 to 16, 42 17 to four. Stole game one, game two, Golden State got back in blood, and they basically blew our ass out. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, resume because it's Pride Month. Yeah. Happy right. Pride. Happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, basically, what are our earlier pressures of, this, of these finals so far? We have two ugly games. Um, I think Golden State. I think game one, they kind of under, I guess, underestimated like the fourth quarter transition. Cause I remember watching the third ending of the third up into the fourth quarter, the rest of the fourth quarter. And you could tell like they kind of, they kind of, J- Jason Tatum kind of like frazzled, surprised them a little bit. Um, and they kind of were like discombobulated. And then when, when you start making mistakes and turnovers and missing shots and the other team is just not missing, it, it's never good. You know, it's never good. And so I think, you know, Golden State just got into a hole they couldn't get out of in game uh, the ending of game one, and like you said, they got back in blood in game two. Like Seth Curry was like, "Don't play with me." Like I've been here six times. Like, like I've been here six yeah, times. Yeah, I'm not like, worried about like the Golden State Warriors. And I think I want Steph Curry to talk his. I want him to talk his shit. I think Steph Curry like I think they did a picture of him with like all like the Western Conference Finals trophies, and you know there's six of them. And so it was like I think people really again under don't really think about like. Steph Curry's ability and like game one, everyone was like, oh yeah, it's raps. Like after game one, you would have thought Boston was like, oh yeah, this is raps. Like, the series is over. Jason Tatum's getting his first finals. Steph Curry came back. Jordan Poole, everyone came back in game two. Like, bro, you must forget who you're playing, like, and how we got here. You know, so um game two, the king got it black back in blood, and Jordan Poole, you know. George yeah, Wiggins, guys, how court three. That's like, wild man. because I feel like if he didn't make it, Steve Kerr would have bitched that nigga. Like, yeah, bro, like, come on. <laughs> like, if Steve Kerr had to be like, bro, okay, it don't matter. It was literally, it was literally, yeah, but if he would have missed that, Steve Kerr would have been like, hey, my nigga, like, I know what you're doing, but like, <laughs> you good, but <laughs> <laughs> out, like, nah, but shout out to Jordan Poole because there's the TikTok uh trend where they're like. Jordan Poole only got three moves. Is that tween, tween between the legs? And it's all I got. It's all I got. It's just a tween, tween. But he'd be making it. You know what I'm saying? If you got three moves, three, four moves, and you be you still getting buckets, I, mean, I don't think it really matters. I mean, look at Clay. Clay ain't got no moves. Clay ain't got no moves yeah, at all. He's, he's, he's a spot of shooting. Bro, LeBron got that one sidestep. Like, bro, LeBron got that one dribble sidestep. And you know it's And coming. it's the most obvious thing. It's so the most. He just stops and just like it's the it looks out the ball. because he's too big and he's too fast, you know. But yeah, we gonna talk about we gonna, we gonna talk about LeBron and Lakers actually in a few oh, actually God. in our four quarter segment, you know. Lakers hired a new head coach. Wait, what did Jefferson do? Ah, 
fuck? We talking about the Lakers, man? No, we talking about the finals. We still talking about the Lakers, man? Come on, bro. The season's not even done yet. And we're not even free agency. The draft hasn't even started yet. We already talking about the Lakers. God. It's not that we're talking about the Lakers. It's just, uh-huh. you know, LeBron James, uh-huh. any team that LeBron's on, always going to be a focal fo- oh. point conversation. Sidestep from LeBron for a little bit, but on the shop, he said he wouldn't want to play. He wants, but he wants to play at Golden State. He, he needs to let that go. They do not want. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> like, bro, like we're we're done with the super team era. If these players, yeah. if these players haven't taught you anything, and you look at the conference finals, each team that was in the conference finals were either built through the draft or had like just one key all star player. Everybody else was just like got key play from the draft. The Warriors built from the draft. Celtics built from the draft. Mm-hmm. You got old vets like Al Horford, yeah. But most part, Janet Brown, Marcus Smart, um, Jason Tatum, they Grant drafted. Williams. They, they all got drafted it. by the Grant, Celtics. Yeah, Grant Williams. Grant was my cousin Aaron. All got drafted by the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Think about that. Hey, so yeah. your cousin need tickets. That bubble hit a reset. <laughs> no, I mean? it, it did do a reset. I think um, – I, I never understood the hate that Golden State got because, like, this is just good scouting. Like, they just did their job. Like, it's, it's like, bro, you get mad at a team for doing their job. Yeah, okay, I, right. I think more people were just mad at them because they were just so good at shooting at three. Okay. And when, when, when you have, like, a bro, point guard like, pull it up from the logo, bro, I think people were jealous. Bro, go do your job. Develop your But, goal. yeah. <laughs> and everybody got the same 24 hours, bro. Not even that. Y'all got the same. Not even, I don't say the same scouts, but y'all got the same opportunity. Like Steph Curry was in the draft. Like Jordan Poole was in the draft. Like these players were all these and players. Not only that, Steph Curry, the Minnesota Timberwolves passed on Steph Curry twice. He went before the Knicks could, could even get to. Oh, yeah, he went, I'm about to say because I know that he said he wanted to play for the Knicks. I like, think he did the workout. He, he didn't won. want to play for Golden State. He didn't want to. He wanted to play for the Knicks. That exactly. must be, that must suck to be a New Yorker. No, <laughs> y'all could have Steph Curry. <laughs> and that nigga was just like, Golden State was like, nope. God, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I feel like, like going to New York to play for the Knicks, like such a historic franchise. It, it should just be like because they're all trash there. So you would be like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be easier to play for the Knicks, right? No, it's not. Nah, it's harder. Knicks think, fans are toxic, hard, bro. Knicks fans hard. are like Cowboys fans. It's that's that's the best analogy you have. That's the best one. They're just like Cowboy fans because like you talk about because the- Trey Young. I think Trey Young talked to JJ Reddick about it. He was just like, "Bro, what the fuck?" Like he went to New York and they were just bad. like he was. He's like, "I'll go and play." To this day, they to this day they still talking. He just at baseball games. It, I think I think it's just I think um, he said uh, I think someone said that he kind of got New Yorkers respect by just ta- playing along with it. And just be like, All right, I'll be the villain for right now, yeah, and they kind of like, got that respect. And he was just like, okay, but yeah, I think it's hard to play in, in any new playing sports in New York. I think is the hardest thing to do, just because like the vibe of the city, the culture of the city, the, the historic sports culture of the city. It's hard to play there, and especially the fans. But you would be that number one guy. And that's why I get competition. And I know this is a different sport, but this is why I get Aaron Judge so much credit because he has embraced New York. This man bet on himself. He just declined a he declined $21 million a year deal for the Yankees. And right now he's like the at that season and say he's a league MVP. That's how good he's been this season. Like some players are built for it, some players aren't, you know. Who knows if Steph Curry would have been built for New York? Honestly, I don't think. I think Steph Curry he fits the whole like Bay Area California vibe. Yeah, he, he got that laid back. 
Because he's not too much. Cool, he doesn't calm and collected much. type of feel. Yeah. You know, so he's he, perfect. Yeah, you don't. He don't do too much. Like when I think of a New York Nick, I I definitely think about like Carmelo fits. I feel like Elon Shumpert, Jr. Smith, like they fit. I'm always thought I might have fit as well. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think the players that have played there kind of fit that mold to like deal with it. Um, but Steph Curry, Cali, he's a, he's from North Carolina. Went to went to LA and. Or not LA, but to the Bay Area, which is California. He's a really laid back dude. I don't think he would, you know. So I don't know. Steph, Curry, I don't think Steph. Well, you know, it could have happened, but we don't know. But but I think that everybody, we need to appreciate. No matter who you're rooting for in these finals, you gotta appreciate this Golden State Warriors team. You have to because when they're not here, when they're not here, the thing I hate about sports fans is we don't like to appreciate like. A great, a greatness, a great team, or a great player until like they're either tragically passed away or they're just retired. Now we have to look back at like people oh, just love to hate for no because it's fun. Whatsoever. And the internet made it worse because niggas could just make a troll page with like a fake picture, yeah, or whatever, and they think it's just funny. But then, like, if they meet that player in person, oh my god, I need your autograph. So it's like right. this internet stuff is it's not real. It's just yeah. people. People want to. They want to say what they want to say, but then when you see them in person, you want to fangirl over them. So it's just it's stupid. I don't, I don't get it. But Steph yeah. Curry to me, right now, he's I think top five point guard all time. I, don't, I, I think he's I, I see no like argument. he's top five. Like I I don't know why. So I I think I said that once, and you know you know in the barbershop you get your haircut, and they all the old heads looked at me, start bringing up names that I don't even know. It's like these niggas got knock knees and probably in their like eighties, nigga. I, don't know <laughs> I was like, bro, the he got the three point title. Like this man's the best, arguably the best shooter to probably ever play. The best shooter, <laughs> the best shooter. So it's like. I don't think it's that far off to say he's probably top five point guard. And like, if he wins his final series, he gotta be thrown. In, he gotta be thrown in a, uh, an all time. He gotta be in that conversation. As a Celtics fan, I hope that they don't win this series. But if they do, I would not be mad at it. I would not be mad at it because this is a, this is greatness right here. This, this is great, the greatest run. This is like the greatest run. Yeah, like, I, I will. I would that. love to see Curry win again. I don't know about um, that. 90s Bulls will forever be the greatest one. Oh, for sure. Like the, I'm just saying, like current era, like NBA. Oh, like, for oh yeah, oh yeah. Current era right. right now, like as like I think Golden State is the only team that really had a finals a run. Dynasty. Like they they surpassed the big three Miami Heat for me in terms of like yeah, yeah. Not would, because they won more rings, but because more finals trips and, and the they sustained like, for longer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, still, and the thing is. There's no sign of them really. Yeah, they had like a drop back for like two years. Yeah, because Steph got injured, Clay got injured, and they had to figure out how. Okay, how are we gonna play a system without the two biggest shooters on the team? And now I hear that the NBA salary cap is is going up, so they might be able to afford to keep guys like Jordan Poole. That and the thing is, again, it comes down to who you draft because you have Jonathan Kaminga, you got Kevin Looney who stepped up, who can, who you know, given the chance, can still. You know, produce and score, and then you have Jordan Poole, Moses you know, Moody. I mean, Moses I, Moody. I only think of uh, they just James need to Wiseman. find a solution of what the yeah, what they're going to do with Wiseman. I think they need to. I think they need to trade him. I think if they was a trade to like the Minnesota Timberwolves, DeAndre Ayton might be, be crazy? a possibility. Nah, Bull Bull is still a re, uh, free agent. Yeah, no, nah, listen, listen, listen. Hear me out. 
You just get bull bull to come off the bench just to get bored. That's it. You just earned your first tech in the history. That's a tech, really? That's a no. I mean, isn't that what the Celtics tried to do with uh tackle fall? Just having rebound coming off the bench. I just feel like Bull Bull doesn't get. I don't know, man. I feel like he could really do something. I don't know because he's in a small market. Yeah, I, like, I think the last time I heard his name was during like yeah. that draft. Ball Ball's not on the team. What are y'all talking about? Yes, he, he's on the Magic. Or unless I'm thinking nah, of somebody that's, else. That's um, Jonathan Isaac. No, no, that's. I think you're you talking about um, Mo Bamba. Oh, Mo, oh, yeah, Mo Bamba. But yeah, you right. Bo Ball is on the Magic, but he ain't played because he, he was injured. He was injured. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. He's only twenty two. Yeah, he's only twenty two, dog. But yeah, like I said, we've been we've been preaching. The what team. was it B doing about the? Well, B was hurt. <laughs> okay, <Damn. you> that. <laughs> what? Man. What type of was, shit you about to say? I was say, well, Joy B doing at age 22, and I was like, oh, shit, he was hurt. Damn. That's yeah. not a dip. That's he, he only started playing the game of basketball. Yo, hold on. Why you? Why are you trying to press me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> trying to press I, me. I heard some hostility. Because right now, in, in the, we do have Sixers news that happened. Um, uh, our, our president is out, Charlie Heck, which is great. And Ryan Colangelo is out. So... Mm. Now we just need to get rid of maybe Doc Rivers and promote our assistant. Yeah, uh, this thing is like Cassell, bro. Cassell, Cassell, Cassell. I'm not even gonna. Bro, <laughs> let's just move on to the fourth quarter, man. Because speaking, of... I mean, before we go to the fourth quarter, y'all, y'all, how you think you like your predictions for the finals? You think they stand true? Like Boston can make this and like yeah, what? Boston is six. Okay, I, I still think it's at seven. We go win. We go win both games at home. We go lose game five, and we go win game six. And then go oh, say winning game seven. Five times you. ahead. <laughs> Draymond Green was it. Five okay. times ahead. All right, all right, bro. Actually, no, no. We go split. We go. Nah, fuck it. I'm, I'm speaking to the distance. We go win both games. We go be up three one. Mm, I still didn't go. I'll say go say in six. I said five. I said five, and I know, but I had to think about it. Because that game one, I was like, mm, I'm going to give game six. I'm going to give game six. Yeah, but um, right. speaking of players getting disrespected and all that, we got my man, your man, everybody's man, Brody himself, Russell Westbrook. Now, why are we talking about Russell Westbrook? You know, the Lakers aren't in the playoffs. I, I get that, but the Lakers – Darvin Ham receives his hired at the new Lakers head coach. He had a press conference yesterday. And in that press conference, he basically said, don't get it twisted. Russ is one of the greatest 75 players in the history of the league. And he still has a lot left in the tank. So I'm going to ask you, fellas, do you feel like there's any truth to what Coach Darvin Ham said? Does Russ have a lot left in the tank? Will he be a Laker throughout the the, the, the whole duration of the 2022-2023 season? And yeah, could he get back to that all star level with the new head coach? I think, um, I think my only issue with Russell Westbrook this past season was, like I said, um, it's the system. I think what people have to understand, what teams have to understand, is you get these players, every team has a different system. When you have a player like Russell Westbrook, who's always been the primary ball handler, primary always scoring option or whatever, and you come to a team where it's like 
you just you're not a big fish in, in a small pond now. You you a big fish in a big ocean. You know, it's yeah. not just you. It's LeBron. It's, <laughs> it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of people ahead of you. Um, yeah, you're clearly the third best player on the team. Yeah, so it's something that he's never been. He's always either been one or two. It's going to take some getting used to. It it takes getting used to. It's different not being the first option when you're used to that. So I think if 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 Coach Ham is keeping Russell Westbrook, he obviously has a plan to create a system not really around Russell Westbrook, but a system that will accommodate for having so many like all stars and also accommodate Russell Westbrook to still be Russell. I still I still think Russell Westbrook got it. He's not walking out there on a can. He's this is not. We're not talking about Michael Jordan on he the got Wizards. One, he got one more triple double season in him. It won't no. happen with the Lakers, but no, he, for he's sure. capable. He's but capable. the thing is, like the year before he went to the Lakers, he was in Washington dropping buckets. So it was like I was like, them, they literally led them by themselves to the playoffs. So I'm just I'm, for that's just for me to say is just like it just depends on what the system is and how they're going to use Russell Westbrook. And I still think I still think Russ got at least. Three, four good years. Ooh, like I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, you're three good solid years. He relies too much on his athleticism. You know, guys that play his style, they don't last that long. What if he? That's what I've been saying about John. And he can't shoot. But what if he yeah. translate into like a pure point guard, like playmaking, then scoring? Like that I'm, is not Russell Westbrook. It is, you know they. You know they yeah. gonna say they gonna say. You know what? This man's making what forty four million dollars. And he's basically just a pure point guard. Nah, he's not worth. He's not worth the squeeze. We gotta get him up out of here. He's gonna be a vet minimum player. And he's nah. gonna take the I mean, why not? So, so Russ does not have the luxury of changing his game to be like a pure point guard. He has to be fast. Paced, I mean, Derrick Rose had to do it. I mean, Der- I mean, you look. Yeah. You, but you look at players that like, like Donnie said, when you play as a pure slashing point guard with that athleticism, you only last so long because of play, because of that style of play. And the thing is, like, you look at Derrick Rose, he had to, obviously he had an injury, but he had to also look at the fact that, like, okay, I can't go hard like this for 82 games, multiple the seasons. The thing is with D Rose, we only saw that style for a little bit, for a little bit, like three, four years of that quality of play. For Russ, it's been 12 plus years. I mean, what wasn't John Wall that type of. Uh... Yeah, and John, like, John Wall is still that type of player. He, he ain't played last. He's, he's still that type of player. He just had injuries. Or, yeah, he, he had injuries That's so it. we don't know what John Wall looks like, you know, because he John Wall was that dude, bro. I'm sorry. Know, but but he was. But he came back from that Achilles tear and played the Houston last year. He still was that type of player. Yeah. Got to I, like 21 now. Now, am I going to say Russell Westbrook going to jump out the gym? I ain't saying all that. I'm still saying that Russell Westbrook still got three, four years of him being a consistent, I would say consistent score, but I would say a consistent, consistent uh, threat. Yeah, as just as a player who can get to the basket. Okay, that, but but that'll basically be what he did this year, eighteen seven and seven, and that was a down year for him. You he, know he, what I mean? He could still, yeah, he's that triple double, Mister Triple Double. John Moran basically won Rookie of the Year with those type of numbers. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kate Cunningham, his rookie year, they basically he basically had similar numbers to that. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's a low bar for us with Westbrook right there. Everybody said, Oh, like he's wise, trade him, get rid of him. He's not an NBA player anymore. So that's what I'm saying. Russ does not have that luxury of taking a step back. He doesn't. Okay. Just like 
Just like Allen Iverson. And by the way, today's AI's birthday. Shout out to AI, one of my favorite play, my favorite player of all time. When AI couldn't get you 25 no more, he ain't had the luxury. Oh, I'm just gonna be that guy, just give you like 12, 15 points a game off the bench. Cause it's not his game. Like Isaiah Thomas. After he left Boston, he he basically was flowing around the league. He can't be king of the fourth quarter, Isaiah Thomas, no more on a consistent basis. So when you're that great for so long, you do not have that luxury of just being just a regular player. Oh, I could give you like a good four more years of like be like a pure so. Player. No, he doesn't have that luxury. So let me ask you this: <clears throat> What do you consider like a high value um, type point guard? Um, what those numbers are and what do you think those numbers would be now if they transition? Like, well, so what much, do you think they should average? It's not so much about the numbers. It's about the style of play. Because you could have two point guards get to 20 and 10, but they might do it in different ways. Like Steph, Curry, like Steph Curry could get you anywhere from 27, 30 points a game, but he going to do it from shooting the ball. John Moran could get you about 25, 27 games. He going to do a slashing. It's about your style of play. It's not so much the numbers. So basically, like, obviously you have to be efficient, but if there's like even like a slight decline and like like Russ, is, he's an he's an athletic point guard. He's a slasher. That's what he's always been. So Russell Westbrook getting like 18, 7, and seven. That's cool if you Chris Paul. But if you're not, okay, I see what you're saying. Because it's like when you're used to like this player being at this caliber. 18, like 18, 7 and 7 is cool. Like, like you said, if you're Chris Paul, but well, like Kyle Lowry, yeah, that's but if, cool. But if we're used to you being Mr. Triple Double, averaging about 25, 10, and 10 or whatever, and now you're going down to dipping down to 18 and 7 and 7 or 18, 10 and 10, still getting a triple double, but you it's 18. Then obviously, yeah, you're gonna look at it differently. Like, oh bro, like you're not doing what you was doing, like what one, two years ago, two years ago. Yeah. So I get it, but I also feel like, like you said, it's a style of play. Because I feel, to me personally, I feel like Steph Curry, he's not retiring anytime soon because his game, his his style of playing the game doesn't. It's not part of Kevin Love's lesson. It's about yeah, how well he shoot. It, it's just really his skill. And I, I think his injuries where it's just like, yo, like all I got to do is get open and shoot. Okay. As long as he can still run around the court, he could probably still be playing. Too. He could probably be like Tom Brady and still be playing when he's 40. Because he, all he, he can do that. I don't think he will, but he can. I mean, he, he he probably will. He won't. But like the ability to still play at forty isn't out the park because like all I gotta do is get open. And they already set him mad screens anyways. So all I gotta do is get open and still shoot. I'm about forty. I still got a little bit. Okay. Steph Curry's game is gonna age gracefully to a point that yeah. if he wants to become like a six man later yeah. down, it won't be an issue because. It's not Cause it'd be like you'd be like a microwave coming off the bench. You tell it, me, you tell me, I can get a 39, 40 year old Steph Curry as a six man, and he guaranteed me at least maybe twenty off the bench. Exactly, bro. Russ is that's crazy. Too. Just as a six man, you just I, I know for a fact I'm getting twenty off the bench. Exactly, Steph Curry towards the tail end of his career, the twilight of his career, would be like Lou Williams' best as as a six man. That guy that could get you 18, 20 a game off the bench. And that's what 40, yeah, bro. And, you know what I'm saying? That's what I say with Russ. Like Russ does not have that Russ. I cannot see Russ being a, a, a backup point guard. I just his whole can't. career he's been in like we like we just say, his whole career, he's been the number one option. 
I think even in Houston, I think even in Houston, well, he number one, number two option. He's never been like the third, fourth option on the team. No, he's never been a third option on the team. Never. Not even I don't think in UCLA he was a third option. No, nah, it was yeah. him. He played with he Kevin. Played with Love. Kevin Love, Darren Collison. Yeah, it was him. And all them dudes. Like, his whole, but the thing is, his whole life he's been the number one option, or and some teams in Houston the number two option. So. Yeah. This is doofing, but you know, speaking of players that don't have the luxury of being a backup, you know, Cam Newton. Oh, fuck. Cam Newton was on the Pivot podcast, you know, with uh, Channing Crowder, Ryan Clark, Fred Tanner. Shout out to those guys. And basically, the whole conversation came up again with about Cam saying that there's not 32 quarterbacks in the NFL better than him. Okay. And Channing, <laughs> Channing Crowder, you know, pushed back. Rightfully so, yeah. That he don't think that's true, you nah, know. Man. But yeah. he basically he did he basically he didn't mean it per se for like just based off skill set, but due to the fact that Cam Newton and all that comes with Cam Newton cannot be a backup in the NFL. They not they not gonna. I, the NFL has transitioned, and all like every sports league you've seen it in baseball. Everything is evolving from like how it used to be played until like you know how it's being played now and. You know that provide as a quarterback. I think definitely Cam Newton definitely paved a way for not only black quarterbacks but quarterbacks oh, to be to for quarterbacks to be a personality and to be a person and to have that personality, that individuality. I can't give you that, and, and bro, you from Atlanta? How can you say that? Michael Vick, Mike Vick, no, Vick did that too. And I'm before, just talking before Vick was Randall Cunningham. Before yeah, Cunningham was I'm just talking about Cam Newton as like this new gen, like this new generation of black quarterbacks. If you talk to them about quarterback, black quarterbacks, it's definitely gonna be Vic and Cam Newton. Like they're both probably gonna be in that same conversation. And Lamar. And Lamar but like talking about I'm talking about like early two thousand both. I'm talking about I'm talking about like early two thousand. I'm talking about like, you know, Lamar Jackson probably was watching Michael Vick and Cam Newton. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, cause when I grew up, it was watching Cam Newton at Auburn and he was going stupid. And then Cam Newton when he first came to Carolina, he was going stupid. Obviously watching Michael Vick being in Atlanta. And him doing what he did, but I think for Cam Newton, um, yeah, dog, I think this is it. I think, I think, so, I, I think this is a, this is a curtain call for him. Not just just because, like, you see it with, um, like you said, no, you know what encompasses Cam Newton as just a character. Some teams are like, I don't really want that. When I can just draft a kid out of college, like a Justin Herbert, who's just quiet, who can still perform, but just I don't have to deal with. The the extraness that may come with that. And to or, his credit, and to his credit, he acknowledged that he acknowledged the fact that yeah, that do exist. You know, uh, like there's so a lot that comes with being Cam Newton. I, I went through the whole NFL roster for the NFL 22s, and I can think of three quarterbacks that may be a better option of choosing Cam Newton. Other than that, and I already know the team. I already know this bullshit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, let me pull this up and see the starting QBs. And I'm the like, Pittsburgh's, no, my guy. Let me see if you agree we're on the same page. The Pittsburgh Steelers okay, is one, right. right? Yep. The Atlanta Falcons. Yep. And the New Orleans Saints. Yes. Damn. Exactly. Those were the three teams. Those are the teams. Wow. 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 <laughs> Those are the teams. My thing is, like, we, I think we saw where he came back in Carolina. And we, he kind of – because. I guess everyone was thinking like, oh well, Cam Newton's back. They won a one, one or two games. Oh yeah, it's right. Like Carolina, like old Cam is back. And when that didn't kind of 
coming to fruition, everyone was like, okay, this nigga, he's a, his raps. Like once once that didn't transpire, everyone was just kind of like, okay, whatever. And so and I think him being like, this is the price that comes with um, being Cam Newton. I look at Terrell Owens, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're going to be this character, like if you're going to be that person, that character, you got to produce. And I think Chad Ochocinco was probably like the only player that I can remember who who could talk that talk and walk that walk. And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Chad, like, say what you want about Chad, but he was that dude. Like, he would tell you, like, oh, I'm going to run a post route. And you know, uh, uh, Richard Sherman was also that dude in his prime. Yeah, Richard Sherman was that dude as well. But on the wide like, on the offense, Deion Sanders as well. You know, there's only a few players. Ray that, Lewis. Ray Lewis. T.O. 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 Randy Moss. With the Mooney celebration. Yeah, like, if you're going to talk that talk, you got to be able to, like, yo, you can back that up. I think right. the culture. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, too. Jalen Ramsey. Y'all give him. Eh, there's some games. He talks shit. Get, he talks shit. He, no, he talks shit, but it's like there's some games where Jalen Ramsey kind of like, all right, my nigga, like, you kind of need to tighten up a little bit. But Jalen Ramsey talks his shit. He can, you know, he can come on the field and tighten up. And my man Marcus Peters on the Baltimore Ravens. He does. Can't forget Odell. No. You don't think so? No. I was gonna say Odell, but I had to think about it. I don't think. I don't think. That's that's why I said it last. I was like, Odell got Odell. Basically, he lost that when he went up against Josh Norman, and basically he lost his career. Uh, I remember. <laughs> and then not only that, the playoff game against Green Bay, where you don't remember the infamous boat photo with him, Victor Cruz, all the dudes on the boat. Yo, and then he dropped all the balls in the playoffs game. Like, down. Oh, God. Yeah. He ain't been right since. Honestly, he hasn't <laughs> been right since. <sighs> now they haven't been. But I think, uh, I think, Cam Newton, I don't know, man. I think there, there's, I, I think the cons outweigh the pros when teams look at Cam Newton. And like he said, this, this is Cam Newton, this is who you get. For some, for teams, the cons kind of outweigh the pros for them in their head when they want to sign Cam Newton. So, um, I mean, he, he go ahead, Donnie. They, like I said, we just went through the list. Every every NFL team already has a quarterback or like knows what they're doing at the quarterback position. Yeah, besides it's, those three, it's Ralph for Kent. Well, Pittsburgh they got Kenny Pickett. He's the future. And then Atlanta Falcons got that Ryder Desmond, guy. Desmond, Desmond uh, Ryder. Yeah, so everybody has a quarterback in the future. And like a vet, you know, to so like bridge the gap, you know. So I yeah. think it's over for Cam. He basically mentioned on the pivot how he basically put himself in fucked up situations. Oh, uh, speaking of, I know um, we forgot to touch on this. Uh, Kaepernick was training with the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Okay, I okay. Out of the two of them, who you ta- if you had to take one of them, who are you taking, Cam Newton? I'm, I'm, I'm taking. Oh, question. <laughs> I'm taking Cam because we have more because we have recent film on Cam. You know what? That's a that's a that's a great idea. That's a solid. That's a, we, I haven't might seen, go on a, we haven't seen caps of 2017. NFL defenses has changed a whole they lot. Got, the D lineman got faster. So D lineman definitely got faster, and Cap made that running a mobile QB he used to be. So man, yeah, I mean I they I they both they both bring a lot to them. You know what I'm saying when they, <laughs> when they come in. But can he? I mean, maybe that's that's what Vegas is looking for because they're supposed to be moving to Vegas, right? They already, they're already in, in Vegas. Oh, where have you man. been? No, I'm thinking of somebody else supposed to. Be. Oh no. Um, 
WNBA is supposed to be expanded or some shit. They're, they're in Vegas. They have the Aces, the Las Vegas Aces. Then what the fuck am I talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't mind me. It's, it's one of those. Are you thinking about the NBA expansion team? <laughs> no. Oh, I tried to help you somebody out. Somebody was supposed to be moving. All right. Yeah. Forget what I said. I tried forget to help what I you. I'm probably still playing Madden 18 or some shit to come up with that. Man. I'm still thinking of the Rays are in Oakland. I mean, well, the NBA is expanded, but, um, yeah, Philadelphia is supposed to be getting a WNBA sometime in 2025. Yeah. They said they said the expansion was going to be Philadelphia, Toronto, and uh, some other city. But they want to have a yeah. WNBA team. Man. But the way I see it with Cam, man, his raps, like you said, yeah. though. Oh, he basically mentioned how he put himself a lot in some fucked up situation. He said New England was a fucked up situation. He had one good game where he was in New England. That was that Sunday night game against Seattle. That was about is it. he was... still? Then he got COVID, and then shit hit the fan. Then he goes to Carolina in the middle of the season, plays that same weekend. <laughs> the same week he got signed, he plays. And he didn't look good, bro. My man, he can't throw the ball 20 yards down the field. So, mm. But with that being said, I will still take him as a backup. Over Colin Kaepernick because we haven't. I'm gonna lie. For like five years. I'm gonna go on the limb. I'm gonna say Cap. I feel like Cap can still. I feel like Cap can slick still kind of produce a little bit. I think I would take Cap over Cam Newton just because like you can uh, do more with Cam though because you could. I mean, regardless of not, you're you're taking a chance on both. Yeah, I'm gonna take a chance. if I if I've seen Cam Newton play for the past season, I'm like, yo, this nigga not gonna do it. I'd rather take a chance on a nigga I haven't seen and give him that shot. Cause Kaepernick been said he wanted this for the past. He hasn't given up yet. So obviously isn't he could do something. <laughs> He's like, yo, I got something in the kitchen. He's like, hey, I'm working on something, dog. Like, give me a chance. So I'll probably When you Google Kyle Kaepernick, the first thing that pops underneath his name is American Civil Rights Activist. <laughs> not even football quarterback. Like, that's how far removed he is. Hey man, go on, I know I'm gonna get shot up in the comments, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the limb and say Colin Kaepernick, man. I'm gonna say I'll probably take Cap over Cam right now, yeah. Cause now if Cap if Cap suit up for the Raiders, he throwing dimes. Hey man, I want that praise. If he he's not suiting up for the Raiders, they got Derek Carr. I mean, they, they need just a paid backup. Them. They just paid them. You know I mean, saying? yeah, but they need a backup. I mean, but you know, you know, black people they go black people don't, don't want to watch football like that. They go want cap to play. Yeah, they go. They hey, the he's like the casuals. They want cap to play. Like what? Yeah, they don't want to play. Hey, but, man. When I see with Cam, you had a wonderful career. Like what Michael Vick was to the two thousands, Cam was to the twenty tens. Man, Kaepernick was that racially ambiguous dude was everywhere, dog. Like everybody, yeah, fuck, was- no, fuck Kaepernick right now, man. So oh Cam, like Cam was the 2010. You know, Cap was just a a, a moment in the sun. Cap, Cam though, rookie of the year, nah. league MVP, All Pro, played to the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I wouldn't say Cap was a moment in the sun. He was. Nah. Kaepernick to me was is, is like the equivalent to Derrick Rose. I feel like that's that's a disrespect to Derrick Rose. No, let me finish. I only say it because, like, wait, you, because Cat led the uh, 49ers to a Super Bowl. No, because you right, saw and that like, was it. That's all he did. No, but you saw the glimpses that he had before he started <clears throat> doing everything else. Mm-hmm. He, you saw the glimpse of, oh, he can really be a good quarterback. And he then was he that started, dude. He, he was, he really was that dude. Like, don't get it twisted. 
Cap was that guy for a solid one, two seasons. And then he started like taking a knee and then it, the whole debacle came. And so that kind of over, overshadowed him playing. And so, yeah, but, you know, he didn't get injured. But Derrick Rose, we saw the glimpse of – if Derrick Rose didn't get injured, dog, the league is bro. Like, that would have been crazy. Same thing with Cap. If Cap – if the whole, like, flag thing maybe didn't happen or went a different way, you know, Cap probably, probably would have went to another Super Bowl or two or, you know, did something. But yeah. Just, yeah, because they did lose that NFC Championship game to Seattle. Yep. I believe so. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. So, Cap has a 7-30 to 30 touchdown interception ratio. Threw for 12,000 yards and a passer rate of 88%. Which is, no. No. A pa- that's, no. Completion percent is percentage. No, passer pass- rating. Yeah, passer rate 88 that's That's mediocre. That's not I mean, good. It's not good. It's not. Oh, his completing uh, percentage was 59. 59%. Oh, yeah. so that's under 60, bro. Like, quarterback. Wait, wait, wait. You're complete. Wait, this thing's completion rate was a 50. What? 59. 59.8%. That's ah, under 60. Man. That's not good. That's not good. In modern day NFL, that's not good. No. Cam Cam wasn't that much better, but you know what? At least for Cam, at least you could put him in like a goal line package and he could get you a rushing touchdown. A goal yeah, line he was a he was offensive player a, of the year. He'll be a Taysom Hill gonna come out for a specialty package and yeah, you know, get you, you could do that with Cam, five yards. But like I said, Mike Vick was if we was to the evolution of the black quarterback. In the eighties, you had Randall Cunningham in the one moon in the eighties. Nineties, you had Randall Cunningham. Two thousands, you had Vic. Twenty tens, you had Cam. And in the twenty twenties, you got my man, who we about to talk about right now, Lamar Jackson, who's not at OTAs. Mind you, OTAs are voluntary. He has not shown up. Everybody's making a big deal of it. Mind you, Tom Brady's not at OTAs. And Rogers was playing golf, so he was at OTAs. You know, so a lot of Raven fans out there, they're, they're tripping about okay, because Lamar, this is the final year of his rookie deal. Of his rookie deal, anybody try to make a big deal because maybe he's upset because Hollywood Brown got traded and he didn't know about it, even though Hollywood claimed that Lamar knew. So let me ask you guys: Is there smoke to this fire? Like, is it a big deal that Lamar's not at OTAs, or is just okay? It's the off season, like who gives a fuck? No, off season. I, I'm it's not making off-season. a big deal out of it. <laughs> it's it's just not. People are bored. I feel like we we do this. This happens every beginning of every like offseason OTAs, whatever. The one famous player doesn't show up to OTAs, and everyone's like, "Yeah, are they gonna leave? They don't leave." Like it, this this happens all the time. I don't think Lamar Jackson's really going anywhere, but he's just like, I don't, I, does does Lamar Jackson honestly have to go to OTAs? Like, if it's not, if it's you know, like, does he, <laughs> he knows need what it? his job is? <laughs> like, does he need it? If, if I don't need it and it's voluntary, I wouldn't go. If I if I like. OTAs is more so for like rookies and like free agents that to, that need to learn the playbook before training camp. I get that, but like I said, if you Lamar Jackson, you the face of the franchise, and I miss one OTA one offseason, I don't think it's a big deal. And he's been working. Yeah, he's been working out. Yeah, he's been working all summer with Rashad Bateman, who's going to be most likely the new number one receiver in Baltimore. And so he's putting in the work. He's putting in the work. You know, I don't so, see a problem as long as, long yeah. as he's working out and you know. I know I will say this though, if I was him, I would not show up to train camp unless I had a deal. 
Yeah, but that injury that he had last year basically cost us our season. We were eight and three, number one, and I'm saying we like I was on the team. They were eight and three, number so one seeing the AFC. He gets hurt. We lose six. They lose. Excuse me. They lose six in a row. Yeah, now nah, you because you were definitely there in OTAs. They lose six in a row out the playoffs. You know, so Lamar, he's he's a valuable commodity. He needs to be paid as such. So. Yeah, That's NFL contracts are terrible. I, I don't think I would want my kids to play football, play anything else, because NFL contracts are terrible. You, no guarantee of money is just know, all. But you know whose contract is not terrible? Aaron Donald, who signed a three-year, $95 million deal. Shut up, man. He's the highest-paid non, non-quarterback in NFL history. Shout out to Aaron Donald, man, putting on for the D-lineman. Now I know why the worst decision I made was my thing with my sophomore year of football. The worst decision I made was I wanted number 99 because of JJ Watt, and I was like, This is the stupidest decision I ever made. <laughs> I was like, wearing 99 was probably like the worst decision. Cause you gotta be you gotta be that nigga if you don't wear 99, really. And I wasn't, so I was like, Yeah, I should wear 99. But no, nah, shout out to Aaron Donald for putting on for the defensive lineman, probably being the highest paid defensive player. You know, he is defense player. Yeah, three only three three years, ninety five. How much is that? About what thirty? Thirty two to thirty two something per year. Well deserved. Yeah, for sure. Like that's. I thought he was going to retire, but yeah, that was tall. You know, that's just that's just play to get more money, bro. Like that's how it goes. Yeah, because you can be. Oh, I think we're retired. Oh, give me more money so I don't retire. Okay, never gonna retire anyways. But I got the check. Sean McVay did the same shit. Now he got he got a bigger bag as well. You know, so shout shout to the Rams, man. That's my other team. Shout oh out to my guy. We're not doing this every episode. Shout out to teams, man. We're not doing this. And also shout out to y'all. You know, shout out to y'all, the Tuck fan, the Out of Bounds family. Those of y'all subscribe to the Tuck Podcast Network. Hope that you guys enjoyed this week's edition of the of the Out of Bounds Podcast. If you did, be sure to smash that like button, hit that share button. Cause likes on YouTube is like food of war. You cannot survive without it. And also, you listen to us on all your only platforms. Be sure to give us five stars. Definitely appreciate it. Or you know, wherever you feel is fair. You know, I'm open to you know criticism and ways that we can improve if necessary and all that. But um, fellas, let's plug ourselves on the way I get up out of here. Cause Dottie's getting dark and the dream chases are happening. <laughs> Hell casting track hawks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah so know they can find y'all on social media, all that good shit. Um, you can find me as always for new here, the no awesome on everything, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whole nine yards. Um, like I said, we I'm really chilling off social media right now. So, you know what I'm saying? Follow your boy for stuff in the future. But yeah, we we chilling on social media right now. Yeah, I mean, likewise, uh Really hard at work at this uh, script that I'm working on, and um, uh, I'll be posting on TikTok soon. Hey, so. I can't wait to see Dottie's first TikTok, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm a perfectionist, so it's like I'm, I'm, I'm expecting out. some some artsy Atlanta type of shit. So, so shit, that yeah. make, so, 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 so shit that go make you think like, oh, like what is this about? Like, is there a story? Says like, what's the message trying to convey? Yeah, I'm growing in the style of Donald Glover and just putting that work to you. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to you though, bro. Also, plug your radio show, man. What you doing? Oh yeah, destroy the records with Donnie 
Milan95Autolist.com. It's 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. And you can catch, catch your weekly. He remembers the time. Hey. He remembers the time. Look, I'm like Donald Glover. I be having so many projects. Oh, hey, um, Donald Glover, stop it. You oh, are whoa, whoa. Be, I am. You are, right? are Donovan Wilkins. Just be okay with that. Let nah. that mean something, all right? Donovan Wilkins is gonna mean something. Stop comparing yourself to these other. I, I don't. I don't want to call myself Donovan Wilkins because I hate that name. So I'm probably gonna change it legally. You hate your slave name. You hate your slave name. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, he's right. That's what I call it. I didn't pick that name. The fuck? Oh my god. Fuck that. And Anyways, guys, this has been the Out of Bounds podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you change your name to a question mark. That would be some print shit right there. Could you? Can you do that? Yes, man. Nigga won't change his letter into an asterisk. It's not even a letter. It's just like an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> like, dog, what are we doing? I, but I think you got to go in front of a judge and ask. Because it's really like 500 to change your name. You're like, All you do is like pay the money. You just write the shit on your But I, I think you have to have a reason. As to I don't, that, bro, if you, if you have to go in front of a judge, that's a waste of taxpayer money, bro. Yeah. Why the fuck? <laughs> Sir, because I want to change my last name to an asterisk, nigga. Why? Are why? You here? What because you they need to make sure you're not like got debts, like the mob. Um, you're not running from law and shit like that. I because I, I want to. I yeah. just thought you paid the money to sign the paper. I didn't think you had to do all that. I, I think you have to go in front of the judge. I know in Philadelphia, so because I was gonna change my name, so. Bro, Atlanta, all you gotta do is you know pay some money, give them a five piece lemon pepper wet or a ten piece lemon pepper wet. <laughs> I don't think niggas really gonna care. and they turn the other cheek. Yeah, Kelly's like, oh, I got ten piece, you know what I'm saying? Lemon pepper wet with the motherfucking peace drink. Oh yeah, dog, I don't really care. Whatever you want to change it to, my nigga, go crazy. I don't care. Um, but nah, I don't know. I didn't I, I never wanted to change my name, so I'm cool with my name. Okay. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's sushi. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> says that. And I'm like, is this a compliment, nigga? Or are you just you've been talking shit? Like, no, of course it does, nigga. Of course it does. A, a, a question mark, Sus Donnie. Question mark Wilkins. Like, is this a question mark? Because nah, the nah, word I, 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 got, I got a lot of questions about this. Nah, it should be the word question mark. It should be Donovan question mark Wilkins. Like, it's just yeah, I mean, I'm not even gonna take a last name, it's just gonna be Donnie. You're not Kanye West. Shut up. Stop it. Because I want to. I want to build my own legacy. I'll be so annoyed. Got to type two N's and two I's with this nigga name with a period. I do the same Look, like, thing, like, bro. Like Anderson Pack said, put that respect on it. <laughs> he paid for that period. <laughs> that sounded mad zesty, but I'm gonna let it rock. I'm gonna let it rock. <laughs> I'm gonna let it rock for pride. You know what I'm saying? Look, I mean, look, that's what he said. Donovan, be who you he are. Said, you know what I'm saying? I support respect. it. I support Yo, it. Donnie got stories, bro. That's the story. That's that's the top of another day, but hey, we got time now. Nah, we now nah, wait. What's the story? I gotta know. <laughs> I ain't got no story right now. You got he got stories, bro. Oh my god! Maybe maybe we need to set up a Patreon for all that, like Donnie, like a real Donnie on these podcasts. <laughs> nah, hey, nah. We listen, talk, if we, we talk about all his sexual escapades and all hey, that. Hey yo! <laughs> <laughs> hey yo! Hey, it's pride. We can say these things. Bro. <laughs> oh my god! You you wanna know what's the weirdest thing is? Is writing a script and trying to write like sex scenes. It's the most. Awkward I feel thing. like I feel like if you try to do that, I'm gonna feel like the author for Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm gonna be feeling that uncomfortable. Like, so this nigga did. I, I can't. Yeah. 
I can't imagine doing that because like, are you turning yourself on as you write? Right, it? exactly. So, <laughs> I think it's like, do I I'm gonna, make this movie? Do I'm gonna outsource to somebody else. Right it's now. gonna be the day that you gotta shoot the sexy. Like, oh, I gotta be there for that. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see my imagination to fruition. <laughs> What are we writing? It's so weird. Nah, nah, actually, your foot go on her head. <laughs> That's not how I envisioned That's it. That's not how I envisioned it. You got to do it. Nah, the dude from Euphoria is sick. This man was writing that Yo, script. He and apparently, he writes all of it on his own. I feel like his wife just comes in. He's just like naked while he writes. You think that nigga married? <laughs> apparently, he My stupid he, ass thing, he, he married. He saw like... The girl Sweeney uh, in a porn once or some shit. Like yeah, long ago, and he like kept it in his mind. The girl with big lips. That's why. Cherry? That's why. This he got to either do a lot of drugs or is a certified weirdo. Yeah, you like, talking yeah. about from years ago that he saw her and he's like, yeah, I remember that mind. one video. Like what the? F- yeah, because you know how you remember that one video? He's like, yeah, yeah. good the show. And everybody's <laughs> just okay amazing, with him writing bro. all this shit. He's like, this acting is a one. Yeah, they have to tone to tone it down on on the on the two scenes, you know. Bro, they I feel bad them. for what's Cassie, the the girl who's Sydney like, Sydney Sweeney. She is like the sweetest person and like the coolest person, but like every scene is just like, it's just like damn. I don't like, feel bro, bad. Like, because she like, knows that's her that's her brand. Like she knows that's that's her not her brand like, though. Like her brand. Yeah, yes, like, it is. You sound like, very sexist, Donnie. This, this does sound. I'm just saying, like, right if now. you see her like at the MTV uh, awards and interviews, like she literally says that's her brand. Like she has the best tits in uh, Hollywood and shit like that. She talks to her grandmother hey. about that shit. Like I, hey, I ain't women, that, women, so. women of Twitter. I did not say this. No, Austin. I ain't saying say it either. Look, um, listen to your girl Sydney. Hey man, Sydney. I don't know, man. I just he be he be a sick dude. Like this man definitely be there on like the, the day they shoot all the sex scenes. He's like, yeah, I got it. I there. give it one more season before Zendaya quits. I mean, the fact that bro, isn't, at this point they might go to end this shit because they do this show like every three years. Yeah, I mean, it's isn't Zendaya's contract? Isn't Zendaya's contract that she can't do any like nude scenes? She was like, I'm yeah. not doing yeah. it. Which yeah. I mean, like. That kudos to her because she's like she's like the only one that has yet to do a new scene. Though. I feel like she does. I mean, like I feel like if an actress doesn't want or actor actress doesn't want to, and they're like the star of the show or whatever, I feel like they have that right. Unless we like, we see cat naked, but not Zendaya. Yeah, I mean, they all give the guy uh, Sam Levin the go ahead. Like, if they don't feel comfortable, they'll say it, and he'll like take. And it I don't mean that as you know. Let me not. But I I, I still feel weird about that guy. <laughs> It is kind of weird, and the fact that they're like in high school, and this nigga's like, yeah, so yeah. high school. I, I definitely should have. I thought it should have been focused on college. It's, it's bro, if Euphoria was based in college, it would be mad. I would really enjoy. I, I mean, I still enjoy the show, but it wouldn't be as like of a weird connotation because like, yeah, they're supposed to be like what sophomores or juniors in high school, like, and they bro, all look like they college kids anyway. So, like, so you bro. might as well make these niggas in college. That's what I was, I was like, bro. They look before is like a more adult, adult Degrassi. If you think about it, like, I think there's like two parents throughout that. No, three yeah. parents throughout that whole show. Yeah, I never see any mom, teachers. Ru's mom. Oh, you never see no teachers. You really, yeah. I, damn, you really don't see no teachers. I didn't think about that. You really you don't, don't. Know, you don't know who's a junior, who's a senior. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Oh, like how are Cassie and um and um uh, what is um McVeigh McVeigh or 
No, Cassie's sister. Oh, uh, oh, I know really? who you're talking about. Lexi. Lexi, Lexi, Lexi. It's funny that I forget because she's supposed to be one of the forgettable characters on the show. That's basically her whole character. That nigga said, but, but how are they like on the same? How are they in the same classes? And they're supposed to be like, yeah. there's so much. So people are so blinded by like the glitter and the acetrus and the visuals and shit like that. And man. where did they get the budget for that play? What did bro? That budget was crazy. <laughs> that budget was wild. I was like, yo, this set is really a set. This ain't no high school paper. Like, there's no teachers like overseeing that That's play like, in the auditorium. Wood. Like, they made an like actual that. house, bro. Like, they were like, yo, we will actually build this scale. Just model. allow a child to like run up on stage. Yo. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. I'm like, yo, yeah, that budget, <laughs> that budget for Lexi's play was wild. That was a Broadway production. D, bro. Like, that was a Broadway production. It wasn't even a fucking high school play. But you know, we could go on for for minutes, hours on this topic. But really you know, got Euphoria, which is crazy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we talking about how do you write a sexy, and then we got to Euphoria. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yo, we could just talk about anything. All right, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Ladella Fashion. So you can find my ID at Ladella Fashion. So I'm actually debuting. I said debuting. Debuting. Excuse me. A new ID page this week. My Grand Media Productions IG page, so we're gonna be dropping some footage and I say the part that we shot, you know, some images and all that. So getting the ball rolling summertime, you know, it's time to get out there, start creating new content and all that good shit. But speaking of content and all that good shit, if you have any events, any good shit that you want the Tuck team to go out to to support to cover, holler at me. I'll be in the DMs on the Trooper Culture ID page. I'll moderate it that. Better page. be some good shit. Better not be your family uncle's family reunion, right? Hey, we'll do that too. Hey, bro, we'll they, they give me a plate. Shit. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like said, I'm from the here. south. You give me a plate. All right, Joe. What we I'll pull up. Like, yeah, Dottie, stop being boozy, nigga. Stop being nah. Boozy. That's that. That's that Philly. Nah, down here, you family, bro. What's that play? That mac and cheese? Oh, bad, cool. Like you passing up a free play, Donovan. You different. I don't know what to tell you. There's actually an event happening this weekend in Atlanta. Deion Jones of the Atlanta Falcons. Oh yeah, we hosting yeah. that event. So, you know, we might be out there. You know, we might be out there. But you know, you got anything coming up in the Atlanta area, New York area, LA area, Philly area? Hit me up, and, you know, we'll make it happen. Yeah, You're we take it. trips. We hop on planes around here. Yeah. Oh, oh, that, I got to check my emails. <laughs> Bro, I'm about to say, the BT Awards is coming up. I haven't forgot. <laughs> I got to check my emails. Like, I haven't forgot. Like, you acted like, Yo, I'm serious. <laughs> I will take a plane trip. This isn't a joke, bro. I will fly to L.A. Like, you think this is a game? I'm serious. We get it. You've been to multiple award shows. I have not. Yeah, exactly. We have not. <laughs> I need yeah, this experience. Please. You're going to make it happen, man. So, y'all know the vibes, you know. AKA is not. He said, I. He came in. He's like, man, don't check his email. Like, you know, they can lie. He's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It going to happen. It going to happen. Hey, it going to happen, baby. No, no, you know no. I'm, I'm going to look, baby. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna look, I'm, look, bro. I got my phone in my hand right now. I'm about to look. I'm about to say, that's the most Atlanta shit. Like, hey, it may happen. God damn, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the highlight area. Hey, it may happen. You know what I'm saying? I may look into I'm gonna look into it. You know what I'm saying? That's a game time decision. <laughs> I'm gonna look into it's it. Questionable. It's questionable. Nah, not nah, cool. let me stop. Let me stop. It's probable. It's probable. 
which is better than question with doubtful. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you guys enjoyed this week's edition of Out of Bounds podcast. We went just about everything. We talk sports. We talk relationships. We talk euphoria. There's nothing that we can't talk about. There's really nothing. So please don't be stingy. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. Also, you listen to us on our audio platform. Give us five stars, like I said. You know, check us out on IG. You know, we post clips every now and then on there. You know, with Shadow Band, but it is what it is. But um, hope you guys have a wonderful Shadow time. Band. Yeah, bro. Uh, who? Facebook. Facebook. Def Jam. Because you, you, I, I remember you got some shit with Def Jam. Yeah, and I still do. And I'm not going to get into it right now because I'm not trying to fuck up the bag. <laughs> but anyways, hell, right. Hydra, and we love black women. The stuff are done. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>